This is The Social Geek Radio Network. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliary. Today's guest is Will Fraker from FranNet. And today's episode is brought to you by Digital HR, ServiceMinder, and Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion helps franchises attract customers online with their AI-powered reputation platform. With more than 70,000 illegitimate negative reviews removed, Consumer Fusion allows franchise brands to maximize their digital footprint with reputation management, local SEO, and social media, including automated owners' responses and integrated review generation tools. Get started with a one-month free pilot and learn why brands trust Consumer Fusion with their online reputation. Visit ConsumerFusion.com pilot. Consumer Fusion, keeping reviews honest. Will Fraker is the VP of Marketing at FranNet, and he's back on Social Geek Radio today. Hey, Will, what's going on? Hey, Jack. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's been a few months, and here in the uh, the world of 2022, a few months kind of seems like a few <laughs> years, right? Like yeah. everything just is not slowing down, um, and and certainly when it comes to who the next group of franchisees are that you're talking to that other franchise development folks out there are talking to and uh, who franchise marketing people are, are trying to get in front of. So let's, let's talk a little bit about these people. What, what is going on in your eyes when it comes to the next group of candidates? Yeah. Yeah. It, there's a lot that's been changing and, you know, uh, Frenet's always been focused on uh, just in general, helping people make those big career changes thinking about franchising as an actual option when they're done climbing the corporate ladder and they're ready to be their own boss. You know, I like to say we, we help people build wealth, independence in their community through franchising. And so we've always cared about those groups of people who might be the next franchisee, but um, that attention's mainly been given to the Gen X generation, the boomer generation, and rightly so they still make up a majority of all new, lo- uh, new locations out there, new franchisees out there. But we've been seeing a really interesting trend over the last 12 months. And that's an increase in the millennial cohort. Um, Franchise Insights recently reported actually that that cohort passed the boomer generation in the number of inquiries that they've received across the franchise sector. This means that franchisees or that millennials 25 to 40 have just been a lot more interested in, in franchising and what that means for them and how it could help them. So, so that's something I've been paying attention to. So we kind of skipped over a whole generation there, which I guess everybody does skip over my generation, the Generation X folks, right? (laughs) Um, Is it because this next age group is just so much bigger, there are just so many more people, and there's just so much more opportunity there? Or is it really um, looking at that that desire for them to own their own businesses and, and be entrepreneurs? 
Yeah, I think I think it's a little bit of both. And we definitely don't want to skip over those Gen Xers. You guys are still really important to the franchise industry. In fact, you well, still- Well, gee, that- thanks, Sonny. Uh, that yeah. makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Gen X generation still makes up a majority of all franchise inquiries, including new locations out there. So you guys still stay on top there. But one of the things I think we're seeing this trend or reasons why we're seeing this trend is because uh, of the shift I think we're seeing in how millennials think about work. They think about their careers. They're, they're young, they're entrepreneurial minded, they're focused on building something for themselves, making a name for themselves. And I think this is where franchising can really come in. You know, franchising does this really interesting, uh, a coworker of mine puts it this way, franchising says, hey, come build a business for yourself, but not by yourself. And I think that really interests the millennial generation. And we, we actually see this bear out in a lot of the data. A lot of the searches being driven by these millennials from the data that we're seeing are all questions about how uh, they can build you know, wealth or start their own business through franchising. So I think they're really entrepreneurial minded here and they're looking at it as a real opportunity for them to, to uh, as a career, a career move for them. So I think that's been really important. So let's talk about your role as, as sort of a, a marketing leader to get these people to take a look at some opportunities and, and really think about what they want to do with the rest of their lives. Um, first, let's, let's look at where they are. And, and when I say where, I mean, you know, where do they hang out digitally? Where are they? And I guess physically too, but um, if we <laughs> want to reach these people, is, is there a, a physical geography where they are hanging out? Are, are they going to, mm-hmm the the you know the expos and the events and and the conferences and things like that are they going to business ownership meetings and and local community groups or is it uh, a group of people who you're pretty much reaching 100% digitally i would say the majority right now is digital and, and across a bunch of different platforms um you know one thing we might see uh, more Gen X and Boomer generations uh, taking up things like uh, those expos or, or these, uh, you know, community groups or, or going to their local chapters and and, uh, and really inquiring for, at, at that level. But the millennial generation seems much more active on the digital side. And this makes total sense if we think about uh, buying purchases across any sector. Um, you see the younger generation starting to, uh, not starting to, they've been using things like social media and search to get the answers that they need before they even talk to you. They're doing research before they even reach out to a company or service. And so um, it's not surprising that we actually see a majority of the searches uh, or the interest from millennials starting from either social media referrals. So we're getting traffic in from, um, you know, uh, LinkedIn, or we're getting traffic from Instagram, or we'll get traffic from uh, Facebook. And then when they get to the site, what they're doing is they're asking the kinds of questions that really people who are just starting out in franchising would ask, what is a franchise technically? How is it different than starting your own business? What does it actually look like to get into a franchise business? What support can I expect? How can I get, uh, how can I get financing for some of these kinds of things? So we're really seeing them start with those high level questions. And that's really key. I think that's actually where my marketing team has been spending most of their time is initially getting through, getting uh, those answers to them as quickly and as easily as possible so that we can uh, start to educate them. Because if we can get them across that first hurdle, then it becomes a, you know, a snowball effect. They start asking the next question, well, what else is possible? And then what else mm-hmm. is possible? And all of a sudden, you know, we've got somebody who might have a, a warm lead on their hands. So that's the first thing that we've been focusing on. But then there's a whole nother step too. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. 
Okay, so so I think one of the things that's really important, I think if any franchise development team out there is paying attention to their data, they're starting to see these kinds of trends happening. And so if you're not if you're out there right now and you haven't been doing that, take a look at the data, look at what your millennials are doing, what what searches are driving traffic to you, what pages are they paying attention to, what questions are they asking on those forms. Once you've done that, I think the most important step for us right now is to actually have a nurture campaign set up. So we've already, let's say we've already got that traffic to our website or we've already got that form inquiry. One of the things that we've been doing is setting up custom email campaigns, digital advertising channels like remarketing to actually stay with these folks. Because I think one of the things that we should remember is while millennials are, are a majority or a growing interest in franchising, a lot of them are not going to have the capital requirements yet uh, or maybe have the financial independence just yet to make the decision you know, in the next six months. But one of the things that we should definitely be doing is trying to nurture that group of people so that when they get to that place, when they get to be a little bit more independent, when they've grown a bit and educated themselves a bit more, and they're ready to take that next step, we're not starting from square one. I think that's really important. So how do we nurture them a little bit more? Yeah, I think the nurturing can happen in a couple of ways. So a few things that we're doing. One, like I mentioned, is email campaigns. If you've got their email, I think right away what you start with is a custom campaign. Don't send them send them the thing, same things you're sending to the Gen X generation or to the boomer generation. You're going to send them custom campaigns that are going to focus on answering questions that they're going to have. And then you're going to pay attention to how they respond to those. What things do they care about? Are they really focused on financing? That's actually what we're seeing a lot of is they're like, okay, this is really interesting, but $100,000 franchise, that seems like a lot for me. That might just be because they don't know about some of the loan options that are out there or financing options are out there. Another way that you can stay with your traffic if you don't gain those emails is a remarketing campaign. And that's actually been really helpful for us, really effective. And that's really just based off your site traffic. You can start sending them ads that follow them around for the next 90 days, 120 days, that really send them a specific message. And again, it's all about pushing them further down the funnel. And so those are two tactics that have been really uh, popular for us. I want to back up to the uh, financing question for just a moment. Do you you have kind of two different paths that you can take depending upon what the response is? One could be, you know, well, there are some other financing options. There are some other places you can go to really um, go down the path that you want to go on. Or maybe there are some other things that you could consider that might not be $100,000 or might not be (laughs) $90,000. Do you ever do you ever kind of shift in that gear depending upon what their what their response is when when they come back with more questions on financing? Yeah, this is this is actually a key thing that our franchise experts focus on our franchise consultants. Um, They focus on because one of the things that people do initially is they kind of buy with their eyes. Uh, Same way you might Mm. think about a car, you you go out and you look at uh, that really nice, you know, car that's sitting on the show floor, but then you quickly realize that that's the top of the line model. And we don't necessarily want to deter people from those things that, that get them excited, because that's, that's a key thing for that for us to hang on to as well. But what we want to do is help them understand how realistic it is for them to get into this business. One of the things that we try to pride ourselves on at Frannan is to make sure that we're getting that person to the most realistic version of what they can successfully uh, accomplish in franchising. We don't want to just put them into a a brand that they're not going to be a good fit for, or maybe they want a lifestyle that that brand doesn't have. Or like you said, financing wise, you know, they really can't afford to get into this franchise. And so they spend every dollar just buying the franchise, but they haven't thought about things like, well, do you have operating expenses set up? Or are you thinking about the marketing you're going to need for your first six months? So it's really actually important for us 
to hear them out, what, what are their goals and, and desires, but then to also be ready to have uh, that pivot conversation to, okay, you can't have this $300,000 franchise, but you know, here's a really great option that meets all the other needs that you want. And it's maybe $90,000, like you said. So um, I think that that's actually a crucial role in making sure that we're successful with this group. Back in a moment after this word from Digital HR, powered by Exalts. In today's market, there's a surplus of open positions all vying for the attention of top talent. But developing a consistent, effective recruiting strategy is a challenge, even with an in-house human resources department. The Digital HR team will put together a customized game plan based on the job requirements and the number of candidates you need. Tactics include website enhancements and ATS integrations, on-site content optimization, digital press releases, social and search ads, and more. Learn more now at digitalhr.com. I think you've got the messaging down so well, even even sort of second and third level messaging coming back with, you know, what what you're anticipating their questions are going to be. So where do we start? And and I want to go back to where are they living? Um, I would assume for a long time, you know, long time being five years, uh, it was <laughs> Facebook and, and maybe it isn't Facebook as much now. It's it's other places. Are you reaching them? in other digital forms? Is it email or is it more text? Is it other social channels? Is it through search? Where where are you starting to uh, touch them? Yeah. So a couple of things that I think right away that you want to make sure that you have set up are those channels that would seem obvious. So if you, you need to have a search strategy, for instance, you, um, but if you're going to be proactive about these things, like you mentioned, I think the first places that you started, you're looking at your social media, um, your, your social media efforts. So Facebook is is still relevant to some portion of that millennial generation, but you should have you should be thinking about how to use Instagram effectively as well. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen yet a successful uh, TikTok uh, campaign. Although what I will say is that um, I think that platform is only going to grow. So thinking about content is especially going to be helpful. And really the content that you're going to produce on Instagram, you, you could, uh, a lot of people push that content over to TikTok or vice versa. So one of the things you'll want to focus on is still helping educate, but you're going to want to do it in ways that will appeal to them. That'll be quick, short content pieces that'll help them think about something that might get them to ask the next question. And that next question will get answered on your website or that next question will get answered by them reading, you know, a, a, uh, something on a blog that you've written. So I think if we uh, think about it that way, I would say the most important channels right now are social media. And I would focus heavily on Facebook and Instagram first. Um, and I would think about how your audience is actually living on TikTok. I still think that channel is a little too young uh, for this, even for this millennial generation, 25 to 40. And then I would definitely have a search strategy in place, meaning the kinds of searches, uh, search queries that you're getting, where are they landing? What things are they reading when they're there? Um, those are the things I'd be paying attention to, especially right now. You touched on something there that I, I want to really emphasize. Um, the message and the types of things that you're talking about and the types of questions you're answering, mm -hmm. I think are so much more important than exactly which platform are we on today, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's those those short messages, those short videos. That's what most people now are used to they're they're not looking for the you know hour long 
infomercial on YouTube about something. Um, yeah. You know, they're looking for those, those, those quick takes. And I think maybe it's Instagram now and a year from now it's TikTok. and two years from now, it's something that we don't even know exists yet. And I think having the messaging right and having the questions and answers ready is far more important than exactly which pipe are we going to be spending time in today? Because you can change that in a heartbeat, right? You can, you can say, let's shift yes. our, let's shift our ad spend from X to Y and then over to Z at a certain time, just kind of depending upon what, um, what your, uh, what your data reflects, but having the right messages and the right questions and answers, I think is, is critical. And, and I'm glad you're focused on that. And we can, we can always shift the, uh, you know, which button to push. Right. Um, but I, I will say this about TikTok, and that's the use of TikTok as a search mechanism. And, mm. and I think more people are um, looking for your brand, your company, or even more importantly, your leadership and your, your presence um, on TikTok to see what they're doing than just waiting to get a, an ad or a message thrown in their face from you. So I think having some presence there now can't hurt for this, for this millennial generation. And it sure as heck is where the next generation that we're going to talk about in a second here, the, uh, the Generation Z folks, that's where they're spending all day and all night, right? So I think, right. I think we want to at least plant the seed there. And, um, and that leads to my sort of final question. Are you looking at that generation already as business owners and young entrepreneurs, either for buying a business fairly soon or maybe planting a seed for somewhere down the road? Yeah. So this, this earlier generation, Gen Z, right. The, uh, that, that generation I think is going to be, uh, really interesting. I think we're only going to see the, uh, the interest in entrepreneurship and in the, the, what I say, going away from this kind of traditional model of like, well, you, you gotta go to, gotta go to college. You gotta get a job for the next 30 years and, and then you retire. And, and that, that, that I think is well behind us. And we're starting to think more entrepreneurial, Lee, uh, and I think that uh, the gen, this gen, this millennial generation is definitely representing that. The millennial generation represents that, but I think the generation that's going to come after them, like you said, I think that absolutely they're going to be the ones ready for it, and they might even be uh, getting into franchising even faster uh, than the millennial generation will, depending on on you know what choices they make with their careers and how we build wealth and pass that down to the next generation as well. So. I think we could absolutely see that. I think right now our focus is on how to approach this millennial generation because they're the next up, they're on deck. But yeah. I think the more that we grow as a franchise industry, the more that it becomes, uh, you know, important. I think the the I think we have to have start having those conversations early on and talk about how people can really uh, build wealth, do something uh, uh, big for themselves, and big build something they can pass down. And I think that. Uh, that starts early. Let's start them young in that way. And so I think education can never, never be a bad thing. Absolutely. If any of our listeners have more questions for you on that education, or maybe um, I, I could anticipate a lot of people asking what your questions and answers look like for these, uh, for these folks, where can they reach you if they have more questions for you? Yeah, um, they can definitely reach out to me on LinkedIn. That'd probably be the best way to do it. Um, I'm happy to talk with anybody who'd love to discuss this more. I've had some really great conversations with professionals out there and I love to network. So if you guys have more questions about this, LinkedIn would be the best place to do that. And uh, I'll look forward to, to hearing from you. 
All right, man. Thank you so much for joining me again. And we will see you at a uh, franchise update or IFA event very soon, I'm sure. You know it. Thanks again, Jack. Appreciate the time. Before we go, a quick word from ServiceMinder. ServiceMinder is the platform for managing and operating home services brands, from tracking marketing efforts to delivering professional online proposals directly to clients, to lead capture, to automating daily tasks. ServiceMinder provides unique tools and integrations designed to make your brand stand out from competitors. See why ServiceMinder currently supports more than 50 home services franchise brands and integration partners. Book a demo today at serviceminder.io. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.